Welcome to the Reading Aloud Podcast, a place where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication are explored in real time by a real couple. That's us. And a baby. (laughs) Enjoy. Happy New Year, my love. Happy New Year. You know, it's Jan 1. It's Jan 1. And here we are at our intention ceremony that has become a family tradition for us. Yeah. Visioning ceremony, ritual, time of grounding. Yeah. And we were asked to share more about this process. So we're kind of mid-process at the at the moment. And so we're going to share a little bit with you all and then finish up on our own afterwards. But yeah. this is a little bit. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, you know, I think that this is actually this process of intention setting at the New Year's is a very characteristic and it's almost like one of the defining features of our relationship and therefore the Reading Aloud podcast because I think one of the tenets that we put out there as a couple and try to model is doing things with intention. It's the name of our second podcast, Intentions. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think that this is actually really special for us to share um, with you all and to do for ourselves because it's something that we really believe in. Yeah. And right now, just so you have a picture of what's going on, Neo's napping. It's his second nap of the day. Adam has set out a bunch of rocks on this beautiful purple. I don't know. What is this? Like a camping It's cloth? like a, yeah, it's like a camping cloth, but it has for years been my little rock uh, rock station, rock blanket. And it makes me think about when we were in Montenegro in 2019 and we took sabbatical there for a month and we did intention setting every single day. We woke up every single morning and we read from four or five books. Yep. We wrote uh, a la the artist way and we while we were reading to each other whoever wasn't reading would configure our rocks in a particular way and so there's some rocks from Montenegro there's rocks from your travels my travels and our travels other places together and then we have a big piece of butcher paper out that has a beautiful 2022 written across the top that you've created and then all of our vision papers from previous years all sitting right here Ready. Yeah. So what do we want to share? Yeah. Yeah. I think first off, I would like to share one of the practices that has been really powerful for us is a word for the year. So I think that we should share a word for the year. I also think I get butterflies in my tummy. I think from excitement of hearing your word. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've been so excited to hear yours all morning. Okay. I think we should also, you know, we did a big intention setting ceremony at the beginning of twenty seventeen. And so we did a one-year, five-year, 10-year, and actually 2022 will be the five-year mark. Like, this is our five-year. So things that we wrote down 2017 we want to accomplish, it would help us advise what we put down on the paper here. Awesome. Um, and so I think that we should review that. And I just have some thoughts. I've been talking about this with lots of people, and I have some thoughts I'd share with you. I don't know. What, what do you want to check in on? Yeah, I I think I want to make this podcast a little bit of the process of what, like I want to do some of our visioning together on the podcast. I'm excited to share our words. I want to share what our five-year vision was from 2017 and then it'll flow. It'll flow in the way that reading aloud always flows. Exactly. How about we start with process? I think that's perfect. Like you said, people wanted to hear exactly kind of what this is and what we do. So kick us off there and um, I think we should dive in from there. Well, the process starts 
a few weeks before the beginning of the year where we start to, I think in our subconscious, we start to think about, oh my gosh, it's coming up, the end of the year, the beginning of the new year. It starts to occur like, oh, things have wrapped up, especially because we tend to take time off from work. And so we start to have space and we take more walks and we start to dream together. And I noticed in the last few weeks uh, on our walks that we were having bigger conversations like, this is what I really want. This is this is what I want for myself yeah. in the coming years. Mm. Um, this is who I really think I am. This is, you know, these like really bigger, deeper meta conversations start to happen. And then at some point we start the brewing of the word, the brewing of the word. And so other than that, I think it's kind of a personal and subconscious process until we come together on this day. Yeah, completely agree. One other thing that happens at the beginning is a little bit of reflecting back on the year. And I want to be clear, and especially in this time, that's not always just, oh, what we've accomplished or what we're grateful for. Certainly that's a part of it, but it's an opportunity for us. And this has been a growth edge for me personally, is to be able to just sit with and share also the heartache that we've had and the difficulty that's been in the year and really just to be with that are you referencing me laying in bed for too many hours yesterday crying about <laughs> i'm not directly referencing that but i think that's a part of the process of of like preparing for looking new is really reflecting back on the year that you've had and i just wanted to be clear in that it doesn't mean just thinking about all the good things and ignoring the hard things that's also sitting with and acknowledging what was difficult in the year and being with that. You know, I don't think there's ever really been a year, especially with you, because my life is so enhanced with you. My life is so exciting and powerful. And it's we have another podcast coming out um, about the, the seasons, right? About like seasons of growth and seasons of change and seasons of when you're doing really well and seasons when you're having to re- do some rebuilding. And I feel like we've just been on this upward trajectory. And we've had setbacks. We had serious setbacks around trying to get pregnant. We've had setbacks and learning curves and how we relate to each other. Um, you know, we've had hard things, obviously. But it I've always felt this forward momentum with you. And this year, because so much changed with having a baby and we're having such changes to our, our identity, we hit our seven-year mark yeah. at September. September of 21 would be seven years. Yeah. So there's... the call it the seven year itch, right? Like I actually think there's interesting biological and cyclical stuff that happens around the number seven where you need, you know, so if we started a relationship seven years ago, I think there's actually data around divorce and difficulty and things like that at the seven years, which wasn't where we were at. But I do think there was a lot of reevaluation that came in this seventh year. I think it's true that every single cell and and (laughs) some science buff out there is going to be like, no, If it's not right, readingaloudlove at gmail.com. Write us, let us know, tell us the truth. I think it's true that every seven years, every single cell of your body has regenerated. So some regenerate every day, some regenerate on a weekly or monthly basis. But that's a really cool fact if it's true. Yeah. So I, because a friend of mine who had allergies once told me because she got (laughs) rid of her shellfish allergy or something. Got it, got it, got it. Uh huh. And so we're new people than we were when we met September 2014. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah. And so we're re we're doing a lot of reconfiguring. Okay, 
back on track. So something in this past year of reflecting, so when we were reflecting on 2021, we've got the pandemic, we also have the birth of our child, we have the death of our beloved dog, and just other changes that are happening both internally and externally for us individually and as a couple. And I really, I don't know, maybe I don't like change. I don't know. It's been, the reflecting back has been, there's been so much grief in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's been harder than I it's been harder than any other year. Yeah. And I would just like to say that in that reflecting back and that grief that has come up, it's it's part of this process as we're talking about here. And it's important to just let that be, to not try to fix it, to not try to glaze over it, to not try to sugarcoat it, to say, oh, well, what are we always grateful for? Because that's definitely a part, but like being with that grief, letting it come up is part of showing respect to the year. It's part of giving homage and paying honor to the year that w- just was, the calendar year at least, that just was. And I think that's really important because we're trained a lot to kind of glaze over it, bury it down. But part of the way that we continue to grow and mature as people is by learning how to develop relationship with the range of emotions. At least that's what I feel. And, and I think that that's part of our process. Yeah, my, I, I was going to ask, like, what do you think is the point of that? Gratitude has been such a tool for growth. And, you know, I mean, time is difficult. So why not have gratitude? And I think what you're saying is the gratitude needs to be there. It also makes sense to just say this year was more than just great things, period. And every year is. And when you acknowledge everything that is, it's this capacity for complexity that no longer creates a negative association. So it's like the death of Trouser this this morning. That's, that's it. I just want to pause and say that what you just said, the capacity for complexity and not allowing. We're reading My Grandmother's Hands by Resma Menica. And he talks about clean pain and dirty pain. And I think that that's what you're hitting on is there's acknowledging it, that capacity to acknowledge it and sit with it helps clean. It's still pain, but it's it's a clean pain. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, and thank you for sharing that. This morning I was saying to you and Neo, I was like, you know who's missing? And it's like, it's trouser. <laughs> Damn. All right still so hard and then and then I was like you know the next sentence was but she's not missing because she's not supposed to be here you know because in 10 years she's not supposed to be there like as a dog she's not supposed to be here when we're 100 like she's missing in her physical form but not only is she here with us in spirit but she's also just not supposed to be here her time on this earth is done And so that was kind of a a shifting point for me because I've been, of course, hanging on to the loss of her. And it was just sort of another layer of acceptance of like, yes, we miss her, but no, she is not supposed to be Mm -hmm. here. Yeah. And that's what I mean by it's not negative to have grief. It's not negative to say this year was hard for a lot of reasons. It's just it just is. It's like this is the life. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I think that's important to share that that moment of transformation, you know, and it it doesn't have to all break down to one moment per se, but that's one of the moments that it seems like you'll have just reflecting back to you that you'll have in terms of being able to cultivate some clean pain with the passing of trouser. So I want to talk about this morning and taking some time or how you found your word. And then I want to share how I found my word. So you go first. 
Okay, so this morning, so I've been thinking about, so I've almost to to a point been stressing (laughs) about the word of the year because maybe it's the Gemini in me. It's like, I don't want to pin it down or I want it to be really great. What if I pick the wrong word? What if it, because you never know what it means. Two years ago, I picked courage 2020 and and that was the start of the pandemic. And that was also the year that we decided to do IVF. And then it was also the year that Neo almost came early. We found that out before the year end and I needed a lot of courage in yeah. 2020 and so yeah. it's like you know a little bit like careful what word right. <laughs> right. Um, be careful what word you pick <laughs> exactly and so I've been stressing about it a little bit and so yeah. this morning I did some writing and I, I had to work through lots of emotions and and you know the grief continues to come up every time I write and I was I went I was all over the place I was all over the place couldn't figure it out and it started to come to me it started to form as I kept writing I just kept pushing through pushing through and writing and I wrote pages and pages and pages and eventually some words came up and then it landed for me and then it landed in another another way about a half hour ago wow okay well I am like on the edge of my seat right now whatever your word is it's going to be amazing and also that was probably the best build-up to a word of the year I've ever experienced. (laughs) Okay, so tell us how you found your word or how it came to you. Well, it's not, I mean, I should totally not have suggested that you went first because yours is so much more meaningful. I mean, I think for me, I, you know, like we've said, I I begin to sit with it for a little bit. Then I think a couple weeks, I don't think a lot about it until almost even post-Christmas, just kind of thinking about like, oh, next year. And, you know, I start letting myself kind of daydream about where I want to be, what I want to be doing. And I think that that's a little bit of my process is I take a little bit of the tangible and the things that I I can kind of wrap my head around, like very specific things like job or what I want to be doing or, um, you know, things that I understand not, not being all in my head. And then let myself kind of imagine them and kind of grow and develop from there. And I just woke up one day and I was doing a little bit of meditating in the morning and hanging out with Neo and just kind of having space to myself in the morning. And the word just kind of, bam, landed. I was like, ooh, that's it. That feels great. And so that's how mine came. Well, and I think it's very akin to how we do things in general. Yeah. Like you, things come natural to you in a way. They they land for you. They're really, I don't know, they, it, there's easy clarity. Almost to the point where like today on our walk, it hadn't fully, fully landed for me. And I was going to ask you to help because, you know, mine's this like soupy all over the place, like deep. I have to go deep and then come back up and then go down deep. Yeah, you're like <laughs> one of the sperm whales that goes down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, this you, is, we're not going to get this, into that. Maybe we'll put that in the is, show notes. It's kind of miraculous that you said that because you, you're getting close Your to word my word. Your word sperm? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes. Done. Okay. And the podcast is over. All right. All right. I mean, your word can't compare, so let's end the not podcast at all. now. Yeah. Okay. So are we ready to share our yeah, words? Yeah. I think each of us should go and then kind of explain a little bit. Go. All right. So... My word of the year is learn, and it means a couple of different things. Clearly, it means I want to really focus on learning this year. And what that means for me is I really want to listen. It's kind of a sub word for me is listen, but 
Learn is the word. And I really want to listen and learn. I feel like I'm in a space in my life where I'm continually expanding. I'm, I'm expanding outward, which is funny. I have another thing I'll share on that. So remind me to touch back in on that. But I personally feel like I'm expanding and and going outward. And with that, I think a lot of the things that have been limiting me in my life is really in my own head, in my own ego, thinking things through and not fully listening and learning, not only from myself, but especially from others, from the world, people who've done it before, and really just soaking up knowledge. I feel like this is a year where I'm a sponge and I just want to soak and learn and use that to feed and to fertilize the things that I am planting this year. And that's where I need to focus my attention. So learn is my word. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time when you share your word, I get teary because it, to set the intention of a word is so it's impactful. Yeah. And I really I don't know. I, I get excited for you and it, it always means something. Mm. You know, you are one of the people 100 percent that I am excited to learn from, to continue to learn from and grow in this space. And so here is to learning in 2022, mm. listening and learning every day. Can I reflect something back? Yeah. Truly? Truly. Okay. You know, I feel like you've always listened to me and you've always learned from me. But I think that there's been this, it's like you learn from me at like 70% and you hold back a little bit. Yep. And I don't think it's about like me being the teacher and you being the student or vice versa, because I learn a lot from you too. I think it's about learning from each other at 100%. Like I learn from you at 100% and you learn from me at 100%. And I think sometimes what has happened is when I've shared things, it feels like I've got the answer that you don't have. So then there's this part of you that has been closed off to learning because you're, you're holding on to, I know it. And I guess I'm just saying like, you do know it. You know 100% and I know 100%. Got it. And we're uh -huh. just going to fully share that with each other. Yep. I know that's hard, a hard explanation, but... I feel really good about what you shared and I feel like it's going to open us up to learning more from each other because, or maybe this is just me. Maybe when I learn from you, I hold on to 30% and like, well, but I still know what's best kind of thing like, mm -hmm. as if it's an either or. Right, right. And that's really good feedback for me. You know, I think for me, part of me only learning at choose your language, like 70%, which I think is about right. I'm so stuck in like learning when I feel like it's the right time to learn. And this kind of like schedule or like, oh, I'm not ready for that yet. And I think I have to become so much more, I, you know, it's funny because I've always seen myself as a flexible person. I'm down for anything at any time. And that's true in some senses. But I think with learning sometimes, it's like I only learn when I want to learn or when I'm ready. And only I can determine that. And that is very limiting, in fact, because a lot of times people share deep wisdom with you at any moment. And learning can happen at any time. And so cultivating kind of a omnipresent mentality of I'm just here to learn and listen, because I think sometimes you'll share wisdom with me or you'll be teaching me something. But I'm like in this weird standoffish mindset of like, I'm not listening right now, or I'm not in the space to learn. And and I just, I want to learn <laughs> how to drop that. 
Mm. Uh, and I really want to open up to be really cultivate that as a deep aspect of my personality and how I actually show up in the world as somebody who is always, always ready to learn. Mm. That's incredible. Can I ask you one? I mean, this is turning into like kind of a word of the year podcast or whatever. That's fine. So can I ask you a question? Yeah, please. I think, again, when I was trying to come up with my word, I was a little bit trying to assess where it could go wrong. Do you... Uh, Can uh, you think of like courage, for example, I had to have the courage to make it through the pandemic. Everybody did. But, you know, like there was there's a lot of courage needed in 2020. Well, I think it's important for me with that to, of course, stay humble. I think it's important for me to stay focused and to know what I'm asking is like, could could the world give you something that you don't want to learn? And you're like, oh, gosh, this is my word of the year. Yeah, uh, of course. Well, I mean, I guess when you when you put it like that, what immediately jumps up for me is like learning parts about myself that I don't want to know, you know? Yeah. Learning that. Oh, I actually am this way. Uh And I never thought of myself that way. Uh huh. That's good in some sense, but it's super scary. Yeah. 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 Learning lessons can be tough. Learning lessons. Ooh, that's a good way to put it. Exactly. All right. Oh, no. Can I learn? I I don't want to learn any lessons. Can I share my word? Classes in session. Yeah, go on. I still have more buildup. Great. Okay. So grab your popcorn, folks. I think this word is on the outset. I think this word is really funny because I think if anybody knows me, they're going to be like more of that. (laughs) I have a long explanation and I'll keep it short. Can't say that. Okay. So also I really struggled with my word, like I said. And so the thing I came to in the last half hour before the podcast was that it's an acronym. And so there's like words within the word. I mean, this is amazing. (laughs) This is like next level word of the year. It's also very Gemini. So I didn't actually have to pick any words, but I will say the very first letter was the other word that I had been sitting with for a while. And so I was able to use that. And then the other words just came so natural. And it's almost like the word itself indicates going in one direction and all the sub words are the other direction. So I think it's pretty balanced. Beautiful. Do you want to know what the word is? Yes. Okay. It's propel. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me hear more. Propel. Okay. So the word that I had been sitting with was pace because at some point last year, I proclaimed that I was not going to rush anymore. And that has really stuck with me when I feel that urgency, like I've got to do this because somebody wants me to move fast or something and whatever, or the baby needs something really fast. I say to myself, don't rush. And it's been so helpful for me to just kind of calm down and recognize that someone else's urgency does not make an emergency for me. And so that I can stay paced because I can really get ahead of myself or even fall behind. So it's about pace. So P is for pace. R is for rest. O is for openness. P is for pleasure. E is for ease. And L is for love. What's up? You're laughing. TEDx reading aloud. (laughs) No, it's awesome. Yeah. And pleasure had come up also. And 
I just, they, it's like pleasure because joy had come into my life last year is, you know, turning towards joy, turn towards joy, turn towards joy, especially in the midst of all the, the struggles that we, I, I felt like I had in particular. And so it was just nice that all those came up. So I'm going to create some art around this so that I can actually put it up because I often forget my word of the year. It's supposed to have all this meaning, but I don't always attach to it in the way that I need to. Yeah. yeah. Think about a dolphin or a mermaid and the way that they propel themselves through the water and they can swim really fast, but they also keep this. I just, I almost wanted my word of the year to be the the motion of my hand going up and down like a balanced wave. Like imagine like doom, 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 up and down and up and down equal parts. And that's what I imagine that I'm just swimming through the water, like with this beautiful pace And the way to do that is to propel myself. Yeah. And what it makes me think of where that motion of a fin kind of going up and down, it's almost a little bit like a perpetual motion where it never starts or stops. It's very fluid. And it's, as you're saying, it's very paced. It's very repetitive yet purposeful. I love it. I mean, I think you can propel is your word. That's great. But I think the essence of it is the motion. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's forward moving also, Exactly, which is where I thought how funny, like propel forward. It's like very fast sounding and it's like, how how much faster can I go? But, But sometimes I do get stuck. So I'm excited to see this word. It's beautiful. I mean, it is absolutely beautiful. It's a beautiful word. The, the motion of it, it has a lot of emotion with it, too. There's breath, there's emotion, there's it draws this kind of like very emotional, deep sense when you describe the word. So speaking of sperm whale. Exactly. There you go. And deep and deep sense. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot about this. And, and I think that the thing you hear often is going at your own pace. And I think that that's really where I'm at is I want to go at my own pace. I want to be mindful of pace and not feel like I am being whipped around by society's pace. I want to be in harmony with our family's pace, but I also want to honor that I have pace in this process too and yeah that's i'm excited can i can i ask a question on that because i have observed sometimes your pace it's your pace but it doesn't necessarily bring you joy like i've heard some reflections that you've had around like i'm all over the place i move from one thing to the other it's not that great for me i need to adjust this and so are you trying to balance that or like grow in that space or are you just saying, hey, by falling all the way into it, I'm just going to have a better relationship with it and enjoy it? It's a little bit. Do you, do you understand what yeah, I'm yeah, asking? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a little bit the falling into it. And and I think what it is, is there's a lot of acceptance that comes with it. So, And I think that it becomes a negative experience for me because of the lack of acceptance. So That's I, it. Yep. Yeah. And, and not even just the acceptance, but like if I'm not in harmony with my own natural rhythm, then I'm 
out of harmony. So I'm like, I'm fighting with it. So then it gets, gets worse. Right. And so, exactly. And so if I have constantly trying to change something, that's actually a natural part of you. So it's unnatural. And then that doesn't feel good either. And the constant changing creates more of what's not working. So it's not like I'm just going to be in my own world in this family, going at my own pace and just being like, I'm totally fine getting lost in this thing for two hours and not tuning into the family. It's not like that. It's like, the acceptance of pace like this this like don't rush thing has been so helpful it has not hurt a soul in fact it's only made it better because the rushing creates anxiety and frustration in me and that actually creates problems for the family got it well so let's talk about let's give a sense of yeah of the visioning so, yeah, yeah, yeah so um i just want to say that that's a really powerful step and then yeah, and just thank you for sharing that. And I, I think I think we should probably kind of begin to wrap up this conversation. But just in our process, what we do now after we've shared our words of the year is really create what is essentially a vision board. And by writing down, you know, usually we'll play music or say a prayer. And then we just write down things that we want to see or grow or accomplish into. And we really let ourselves go for it, you know, with with non-attachment, letting go of expectations in either direction. So some years we do a one-year, five-year, ten-year expectations. Uh, We did that last year, so I'm going to actually recommend that we just do 2022 this year. Okay. If we want to do like a three-year or something, but it kind of feels like we don't need to do the one-year, five-year, ten-year every year. Mm -hmm. We did it in 2017. We did it in 2021. Cool. But I would love to end the podcast and help us kind of go into that process by reviewing what we said we were going to accomplish in 2022 in 2017. Awesome. Okay, so we've pulled out our previous year vision boards. Oh my gosh, I'm looking at it. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> now is when the, uh, the like, really, truly, how much can you let go of the expectations okay. of it all? All right. Okay, so in 2017, we did write down, so our words of the year were growth and leadership. I think mine was leadership. I mine think. was growth. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we don't need to review this all. There's a lot of writing on here. But our five-year, now the, what's funny about the five-year, so this would be what happens this year. This is where we want it to be at. you want to read a couple that jump out to you? Mm-hmm. Body, soul, working on big projects, leading and managing, helping healing projects, mentoring and advising people, and fully self-supporting. Yeah. Uh, First of all, that has already started. And now we have three employees and in my business or contract employees hired out a lot of people this year. And so it's, yeah, that's cool. Fully self-supporting. I like that. Here, I got one here. It says, um, Adam with keys, dropping them on a countertop of an island at the end of an open kitchen. (laughs) I mean, nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, and then we, we do have in here new new house, which, which was, we, was a 2020 purchase. But yeah, yeah you know, and it's funny. We, we just finally got the backsplash installed in our kitchen, which was really exciting. And so, yeah, look at that. And then here's another one. Adam working at Dogwood, getting ready to do something big. Wow. That's really special. Yeah, that is really special. Full family. Wow. That's interesting. Because we've talked about if we were to do IVF again, that we would start it next year. We also have here babies dash a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Unclear. Unclear. We're we're not clear on that. (laughs) Babies slash a kid. I like this travel one over here. Oh, no, that was in one year. 
said France, Seattle, Minneapolis. Huh. Min- we're coming, Look Minneapolis. At this. Forest Lake Drive. Huh. That's our friend's neighborhood. Did we really think that we were going to move there? I don't know. It's come up a couple times that we should. How interesting. And then Saudi Daisy, which is in 2017, we definitely were not expecting my parents to live in Saudi Daisy. Not at all. Yeah, well, that's happening. Mm. Well, so one uh, that jumps out to me here, it says wolf tattoo updated. I think this year is gonna, it's got to happen. I know. I've been. I, it's so funny. I thought of that this morning. Yeah. In 2017, I had no idea. What year did you give me that card? 2019? I think it was my so, birthday, so, 2019. Some, yeah, yeah so that sounds about right. And there's this beautiful pen, ink pen drawing on it that I have wanted to put on my arm. And this morning, I thought about how I was like, I was just having this kind of thought present. I'm like, do tattoo artists, like I've had some tattoos that are kind of not that great. And in other words, like I don't know that the tattoo artist really cared that much about how it looked or how it did you know and um and I was like I don't want just a bunch of crappy tattoos and I was like I wonder if I'll let go of that but that that to me that's awesome yeah well one thing you know and I know that it's hard for you all listening because we're just reminiscing here but I think one thing that's jumping out to me with this is in fact how accurate this is it's really amazing yeah I mean there's so many more there's, there's, there's one, have one kid and two kids. I like yeah. that. We're still not sure. We're still not sure. Yeah, it's still unknown. Um, I mean, there's there's the word Peru on there. It looks like mm. we wanted to travel there. I mean, you know, so some of this stuff has definitely not happened, but so much of it is, and, and it's just also swirling. The 10-year plan. Two kids, one kid. <laughs> At the 10-year, we still we don't s- know. We still don't know. <laughs> so it's just really nice to look at this. And I think that looking back at this five year and then looking ahead to this 2022, I, I just encourage everybody to kind of do this practice. And the payoff here of looking back and saying, oh, where we wanted to be at five years is just really special. So, babe, thank you so much for continuing on this journey with me mm-hmm. and uh, and doing this. I, I am so excited to write down our intentions for 2022. Is there one big one that you want to share on the podcast? Yeah, I I can think of one. Yeah, go for it. I think with Propel and Pace, I think that it encompasses my whole life. But if I think about it in the realm of business, just for this one goal, it's going to be the propelling of moving my clientele up a notch. So I'm working with fewer people at a larger scale. Awesome. Awesome. For me, it's really, I'm going to be leading a lot of men's groups this year and I'm going to be leading a lot of six to eight week programs for men and so that is just so exciting to be doing more and more and more of those in 2022 and we'll see what that brings I'm also very excited to take Neo on his first camping trip in 2022 am I going or is it just the two of you oh you're definitely going I can't wait yeah yeah it's awesome we're gonna go all right I love you babe all right love you too Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.